Judges chapter 18, verse 1. In those days there was no king in Israel, and in those days the tribe of the Danites sought them an inheritance to dwell in, for unto that day there had nothing been allotted unto them among the tribes of Israel for an inheritance. Remember, God had told Joshua, you're going to cast lots, and I'm going to tell you what area each tribe goes to, and then you're going to count the people in each tribe, and you're going to make that area big or small according to how many people are in the tribe. Well, they did give Dan a really small portion of land, but they took so long to award the tribe of Dan their land that the Danites felt that they had to go find their own place. This happened before they were given their land. They ended up going far north into Israel into a different area that God did not appoint for them. And they also took land there. This is the story of how that happened. Now, all of that happened back in Micah's time, after chapter 17, where we read about Micah setting up a colt in his house. 2. And the children of Dan sent of their family five men from their whole number, men of valor from Zorah and from Eshtael, to spy out the land and to search it. And they said unto them, Go, search the land. And they came to the hill country of Ephraim, unto the house of Micah, and lodged there. They actually found Micah's house, where the colt is, and the false priest, and the false ephod. 3. When they were by the house of Micah, they knew the voice of the young man, the Levite, and they turned aside thither and said unto him, Who brought thee thither, and what dost thou in this place, and what hast thou here? The Levite had nowhere to live, and he wandered up to Micah's house. Now these Danites are in the same situation. They don't have anywhere to live, and they have also wandered up to Micah's house, and they recognize his accent. I'm not sure if it's his accent or his actual voice. They know him to be coming from their territory where they were. They asked him, how did you get here? For, and he said unto them, thus and thus hath Micah dealt with me, and he hath hired me, and I am become his priest. Five, and they said unto him, ask counsel, we pray thee of God, that we may know whether our way which we are going shall be prosperous. They're also practicing false religion because... They shouldn't be asking this Levite. He doesn't have the real ephod, and he's not a real priest. He's only a Levite. They expect him to get an answer from God when there's no way that he'll get an answer from God because he's practicing cult. They need to go to Shiloh and ask the high priest in Shiloh who has the real ephod if they should fight. But that's a long distance, and since Micah is pretending to have church at his house up here in the north, they're happy to pretend with him. And isn't that true of Christians today? We're happy to just go along with whatever our church or our religious organization is doing, whether it's right or wrong. And I have been a part of religious organizations, a couple of them, where I was a volunteer. And not everything they were doing was biblical. But for a while, I went along with them. We just need to be really careful that we're obeying the Bible and not just going along with the flow. 6. And the priest said unto them, now he's not a real priest, but he's calling himself a priest. He said, go in peace before the Lord is your way wherein ye go. He's telling them a positive word, which is what we hear in Christianity a lot today. People love to give you a positive word that the Lord is blessing you and with you. And that's what this false priest gives to these Danites. It turns out that God does allow them to take that place. Sometimes God allows things that he didn't ordain because his will was that the Danites lived in that territory 
where Joshua had drawn the lot for them. But God's will also was that the territory was bigger. 7. Then the five men departed and came to Laish. Now Laish is a pagan town there in the north, and saw the people that were therein, how they dwelt in security, after the manner of the Zidonians. Zidonians are pagans, quiet and secure. Even though they're pagans, this is a nice town where they're well fortified, they're secure, they don't have anybody warring against them. For there was none in the land possessing authority that might put them to shame in anything, and they were far from the Zidonians and had no dealings with any man. They were so isolated and so remote that no one messed with them. No one cared that they were there. They were having a pretty peaceful existence. 8. And when they came unto their brethren, to Zorah and Eshtaol, and their brethren said unto them, What say ye? 9. And they said, Arise, and let us go up against them. Remember, these were scouts that went up to the territory in the north, and they found Micah, they found the Levite, and then they found Laish, a peaceful town in a remote location. Then they went back south to where the other Danites are, and they said, Let's go, let's go take this place, it's going to be easy to get. Arise, and let us go up against them, for we have seen the land, and behold, it is very good. And are ye still? Be not slothful to go and to enter in to possess the land. They're telling him, don't be lazy. Come with us. We're going to take over this place up in the north. 10. When ye go, ye shall come unto a people secure, and the land is large, for God hath given it into your hand, a place where there is no want. It hath everything that is in the earth, meaning it's a fertile land. It's got water. It's got trees. It's got good soil for crops. It has everything that they're going to need. 11. And there set forth from thence of the family of the Danites, out of Zorah and out of Eshtaol, six hundred men girt with weapons of war. From the official territory of Dan comes six hundred men that believe what the scouts have told them, and they're going to go up and take the land of Laish. 12. And they went up and encamped in Kirjath Jerim, in Judah, wherefore that place was called Manahe Dan, unto this day, behold, it is behind Kirjath Jerem. Danites were real sticklers about calling every place they took over Dan. Anytime you look at an old map and you see Dan, you know that the real authentic Danites were there at one point. 13. And they passed thence unto the hill country of Ephraim, and came unto the house of Micah. 14. Then answered the five men that went to spy out the country of Laish, and said unto their brethren, Do ye know that there is in these houses an ephod, and teraphim, and a graven image, and a molten image? Now therefore consider what ye have to do. When the six hundred men came up to fight for this new area, the spies, the scouts, told them, By the way, this man Micah has a molten image, and he has his own priest you know what that means. They want to take advantage of it because they want to have a fake church as well, since they are Israelites. They're going to be really far from Shiloh. It's far south. And they want to have their own fake church up in the north where they live instead of having to travel to Shiloh. Now this is all ridiculousness and it's against God's law, but they want to do it anyway. 15. And they turned aside thither, and came to the house of the young man, the Levite, even unto the house of Micah, and asked him of his welfare. On their journey to go take Laish, after the scouts told them about Micah's house, they decide, okay, we'll do a detour. We're going to go to Micah's house. 16. And the six hundred men girt with their weapons of war, who were of the children of Dan, stood by the entrance of the gate of Micah's house. 17. 
And the five men that went to spy out the land went up and came in thither. The scouts are now going into Micah's house while the 600 wait outside because they're going to be the messengers because, you know, 600 men can't fit in one house. And they took the graven image and the ephod and the teraphim and the molten image. And the priest stood by the entrance of the gate with the 600 men girt with weapons of war. They just took what they wanted because who's going to fight them with 600 men outside the gate? The Levite is just standing there looking while they rob Micah of his false idols. 18. And when these went into Micah's house and fetched the graven image of the ephod and the teraphim and the molten image, the priest said unto them, What do ye? The Levite did ask them, What are you doing? 19. And they said unto him, Hold thy peace, lay thy hand upon thy mouth. They're telling him to hush, and go with us, and be to us a father and a priest. Is it better for thee to be priest unto the house of one man, or to be priest unto a tribe and a family in Israel? They're offering him a promotion. They're saying, Don't alert Micah, let us steal these things, and we'll steal you as well. And then you, instead of being priest to Micah alone, you'll be priest to all of uh, these 600 Danites and the families that follow. So it's an earthly promotion. Remember, this Levite came from poverty in Bethlehem, and then he got a really low paying job with Micah under totally false pretenses. But now he's being offered a big promotion with the Danites, also under false pretenses. But for somebody who lived in poverty, it's hard to resist. 20. And the priest's heart was glad, and he took the ephod and the teraphim and the graven image and went in the midst of the people. There's a lot of people who go to seminary and they get their degree and then they get hired by a church and their hearts are glad because now they have a good career, now they have a standing, now they have a title, now they're ordained and they're happy with that. But all of that is on a worldly level and they don't understand that unless they fully put all of their faith in Jesus, repent of all their sins, and unless they're actually called and ordained by God, it's all of not. You can get your career as a pastor and play church all you want. But it's of not, meaning it'll come to nothing ultimately in a spiritual sense, unless you're really called by the Lord. I think most pastors are called by the Lord, but I've known some that I seriously doubt it because they don't even read the Bible. They don't care about God. They just preach feel-good sermons. They're basically the same thing you would hear if you were listening to a motivational speaker. They don't know anything about God. They don't know anything about obedience. And so they just week after week preach these motivational speeches. That's plain religion. And some of them have God ordained in everything. But we just need to remember that if it's not according to God's will and his laws, it doesn't please him. 21. So they turned and departed and put the little ones and the cattle and the goods before them. It looks like they have brought their families already. 22. When they were a good way from the house of Micah, the men that were in the houses near to Micah's house were gathered together and overtook the children of Dan. It looks like Micah's neighbors don't like the fact that the Danites are there and that they've taken Micah's things and his Levite. 23. And they cried unto the children of Dan, and they turned their faces and said unto Micah, What aileth thee that thou comest with such a company? Micah and his neighbors are chasing after the Danites. And then the Danites turned around and said, What do you want? 24. And he, Micah, said, Ye have taken away my God which I made, and the priest, and are gone away, and what have I more? And how then say ye unto me, What aileth me? Micah is saying, You took what mattered to me the most. You took my false idol, my gold, and my false priest. 
How can you ask why I'm upset? 25. And the children of Dan said unto him, Let not thy voice be heard among us, lest angry fellows fall upon you, and thou lose thy life with the lives of thy household. They're threatening him, saying, If you complain, you're going to die, and so is your whole house. 26. And the children of Dan went their way, and when Micah saw that they were too strong for him, he turned and went back unto his house. He went back disappointed because there's nothing he could do against 600 armed men. So he's just cutting his losses. 27. And they took that which Micah had made, and the priest whom he had, and came unto Laish, unto a people quiet and secure, and smote them with the edge of the sword, and they burnt the city with fire. They are killing pagans, but they didn't do it according to God's word. It should have been a different tribe who took over that city. They burned the city to incapacitate it and then rebuild it. But they did this wrong. It shouldn't have been the Danites who did this, and they shouldn't be doing it with a false idol and a false priest. 28. And there was no deliverer, because it was far from Zidon, and they had no dealings with any man, and it was in the valley that lieth by Beth Rehob, and they built the city and dwelt therein. What the Bible is saying, the very thing that made this city peaceful also caused its demise. The city was so remote from its pagan neighbors that the pagans never bothered it. However, when the Danites took it over, its remoteness also meant that the neighboring pagans wouldn't fight for it either. So it was lost very quickly. 29. And they called the name of the city Dan, after the name of Dan their father, who was born unto Israel. Howbeit the name of the city was Laish at the first. This is another instance where the Israelites changed a city's name from pagan to Israelite because they legitimately took it over. 30. And the children of Dan set up for themselves the graven image, and Jonathan, the son of Gershom, the son of Manasseh, he and his sons were priests to the tribe of the Danites unto the day of the captivity of the land. They eventually got a new priest. I don't know if the other Levite died or if he was discarded and lied to, but they eventually had a Manassite become their priest, which is even more perverse. And the reason is because the Manassites live around that area that Dan took. 31. So they set them up Micah's graven image, which he made all the time that the house of God was in Shiloh. The whole time where the real capital of Israel was, they had this graven image and a cult set up where the Danites were up in the far north. And that concludes Judges chapter 18.